And we will continue to be one of the friendliest churches that you have ever visited, regardless of your background or your baggage. Um, with that said, I have sort of eight points here I want to go through somewhat quickly. Uh, I don't expect you to agree with all of these, but you need to know where we are coming from uh, as a church, as a denomination, uh, as a leadership, um, and particularly me as the person who's standing up front. Uh, I didn't have time to sort of run this past all the elders, so um, this is just coming from me today. First, as Christians, we're defined by Christ, not by any court or government. Christians are not defined simply by being Americans. America is not the kingdom of God. It is and always has been deeply flawed. And before you question my patriotism, I remind you I served in her infantry for 12 years. Uh, but we are not a perfect country. Um, with that being said, you need to understand, first and foremost, uh, we believe that the Holy Scriptures are the inspired, inerrant, authoritative, and sufficient Word of God, the only rule of faith and practice. That's the first doctrine in all of our belief statements in the Westminster Confession, because all other doctrines depend on that. Therefore, based on the teaching of God's word, we're opposed to same-sex marriage and the PCA, like other evangelical, conservative, orthodox, and traditional Christians from many, many denominations, believes that from creation God ordained the marriage covenant to be a bond only between one man and one woman. That understanding is what the church has always believed, taught, and confessed. It's based on the teachings of the Holy Scriptures, and it's clearly stated in the doctrinal standards of the PCA. However, we are mindful of the log in our own eye before pouncing on the splinter in the eye of another. And such mindfulness doesn't mean that we herald God's design for human sexuality um, uh, that we do that as broken vessels, not as self-righteous judges. So we will tell the truth, but we'll tell the truth from a position of our own brokenness, not from a position of self-righteousness. Uh, additionally, based on the teaching of God's Word, we're called to love sinners, uh, even if it means being scorned, hated, discriminated against, or persecuted. I commend to you the adult Sunday school class, we were talking on that very subject this morning. Uh, we're called uh, to love sinners because all people, gay and straight, are made in the image of God. We're called to offer them the words of life, the gospel of God's grace as it's found in Jesus. First uh, Peter 3 says that we need to be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks for the reason, for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. I think that's often where we fall down as we drop off that last phrase. Apologetics, whether it's face-to-face -face or in writing or speaking or even on Facebook, you have to ask yourself, are my comments being done with gentleness and respect? Otherwise, you're not doing it biblically. Uh, fifth, Additionally, based on the teaching of God's Word, we're called to pray for all of our LGBT family, and I know there's like 12 more initials. I'll know what they are. 
um, but our family, friends, and neighbors who are in, of that persuasion, who despite their celebration of their victory, they will bear the brunt of the suffering for their sexual brokenness. And I think this will become even more destructive to them as our society calls good evil and evil good. Romans 1. We need to pray as the Holy Spirit convicts them of guilt, sin, and shame that they'll find forgiveness, healing, and eternal life in Jesus Christ as we did. Matthew 5, Jesus tells us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your Father who's in heaven. Now, I'm not saying that people who disagree with us are our enemies. Some are, some aren't. And to be honest, sometimes it's hard to tell who's who. But in either case, we're called to love and to pray for them. Additionally, based on the teaching of God's word, your pastors will continue the relationships that we currently have with people from the LGBT community, seeking to show the love of Christ and to share the gospel of Christ. We will never tire of holding out the grace of the gospel for those who have sinned in same-sex relationships, just as we do not tire of extending the grace of the gospel for those who sin in heterosexual relationships. Sin is sin. Sin needs the gospel. Whatever your particular brand of sin is, that's our call. Additionally, based on the teaching of God's word, we're called to preach the gospel to ourselves first, demonstrating repentance and faith. We're called to this because Jesus is the truth. We are to love the truth, preach the truth, teach the truth, and live the truth. We will surely fail at all of these things from time to time, and we must repent. Now, two personal comments. Some of you think this is the end of the world, and you may be right. I doubt it. It may hasten the end of America, but not the end of the church. The church has withstood many empires and many sins, and it will survive this too. It may look and act differently than it does now, but that will probably happen anyways. As someone said, a hundred years from now, all the people will be new. So to you who think this is the worst possible thing, I challenge you to believe the promises of God, that he not only knows what's going on, but he already knows the outcome. Will you believe what you have professed? Now, there are some of you who think this is a good thing that's happened with good and necessary consequences, and you've publicly praised the ruling and criticized the church, and you may be right. I doubt it. I challenge you to read the Word of God and carefully consider its claims to be inspired by God. If so, then I have to ask, will your beliefs be shaped by the Bible or by the culture. And since most of you are already members of this church, and most of you are under the age of 25, and I actually took time and did a Facebook search of every single member of the church that's on Facebook, and my estimate is about 5% of you uh, think that this was a good ruling. Um, so I challenge you. Will you believe what you have professed? Are your beliefs going to come from the scripture or from the culture? You need to decide what you will believe and why. And let us know. We'd be happy to work through these issues with you. Finally, let me say there's a lot of unknowns here. 
Everybody who's telling you what will happen is guessing. The church may prosper. It may help the hurting and broken and lead many people to Christ. And the church may be persecuted and see many of its members fall away from the faith. And maybe both. And I actually think it'll be probably both. It now seems more likely the church will be more clearly defined from the culture in which we live by how we live. However, we should not be angry or out of sorts with the culture because ultimately we know that Jesus reigns, that he has placed us here in this time for this people, in this place, and that he's going to watch over us. And that doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but it does mean that we can have confidence that he's at work in our lives for our good and will be with us in all that we face. And so we are to claim the promises, ironically, from Hebrews 13, verse 5, that I will never leave you or forsake you. And also in verse 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In spite of this ruling, Jesus is still the king. And Jesus is still better. So, hopefully I've challenged each and every one of you in one form or another. Um, Whatever your view is, um, I don't think this is the end of the world, and I don't think this is the best thing. Um, And I'm not sure I have any actual answers for you of how this is going to look. So we're going to have to take it one day at a time, Love God, love people, pray hard, and see what happens. And trust that God is going to use this somehow to strengthen uh, his people and to bring the gospel uh, to people who have not yet heard it. So that's my take on what happened. I'd be happy to, after the service, answer questions, challenges, whatever uh, you want, and... uh, We'll just work through it together. Thanks, Jed. We need some prayer.